welcome to another episode of the Tudis Podcast. I'm Reg. Hi, I'm Randy. It's a dinosaur's line. The king. Thank you very much. Corny crowd. Help myself. Can't go on. I'm going extinct. Impressive, Mr. Hillard. Okay. Anyway, folks, welcome to another episode of the Two Days Podcast. And joining us this week is. Crickets and silence, and it's just Randy and Reg. Solo, baby, solo. El solito. Solo, like the Pornhub category. Is that a category? I think so. <laughs> I assume it is. I don't know. <laughs> you don't assume nothing. You don't be bashful. <laughs> you know exactly what you're saying. The hell's that line from Superman? You ever see a vagina without a dick? Not for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just live cam stuff. Yeah. It's like, eh, eh. Anyway, anyway, folks, welcome to the show. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's how we're going to begin it there with a little bit of hey. Mrs. Doubtfire and some Pornhub. What what better day to have than have Mrs. Doubtfire and Pornhub all on the same day? Simultaneously, <clears throat> I'm sure you could probably <laughs> mix the two. I'm I'm certain there's a video out there somewhere. Yep, yep. Robin Williams in a in an old lady <laughs> costume would. Rev someone's tractor for sure. Sure. Look at that bus driver, man. He was going. <laughs> All natural, just like God made you. <laughs> like that in a woman. Yeah. Uh, he broke the mold when he made me. Um, <laughs> That's sad, but, sad man. Yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. Um, You know, Mrs. Delphire should just give him a handy just to make him feel better. She should have. You know, you could you could hear us talk about that. If we get a you know, quick little plug here, patreon.com slash two idiots podcast. If you want to hear Reg and I talk about <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire for like an hour and a half, it's yeah. only probably both our favorite, one of our favorite movies of all time. If we get five more patrons that head on over to patreon.com slash two idiots podcast and sign up at any level, we're gonna release that episode on Patreon. That's right. And even if you're not into that type of stuff, help support the show. A little as $3 a month or any tier you like. And uh, you get bonus perks and all that. Why don't you quick slide that plug in there? You know. You like you know. that? Yeah. I'm listening to all these podcasts lately and I'm like, man, I got to get better at segueing our shit in here, you know? <laughs> got to get my shit for- in, brother. I always forget. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, I'm, yeah, I listen to others and I'm like, wow, that was a smooth transition. And, yeah. and uh, I, I, I don't mind the abrupt ones either necessarily, but um, yeah, go to Patreon. And get yourself some Manscaped while you're at it. <laughs> we interrupt this episode to bring you breaking news. This important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your pubic service announcement and the news you've all been waiting for. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer which is now available for purchase in the usa and canada this new trimmer was just released only moments ago and we're one of the first to get our hands on it share the news join over two million men worldwide who trust manscaped with this exclusive offer for you 20 percent off and free worldwide shipping with the code idiots at manscaped.com 
worldwide, worldwide. I'm one of the first people to try the new 4.0, and I'm blown away by the performance. The craftsmanship and details on the 4.0 are next level. Honestly, I never thought I would ever be promoting the craftsmanship of a trimmer, um, but <laughs> their advanced ceramic blade and skin-safe technology is so good that it almost seems if as if Manscaped worked with Elon Musk's engineers to ensure your testes are as safe as possible. It's high praise. That is high praise. Very much high praise. Now, again, fellas, we've all been there. We, you know, we, we've nicked ourselves, you know, and trimming your balls in general, I think it's good. I think it's, you know, <laughs> keeps the odors down. You know, it doesn't become cumbersome. You don't get tangles. You ever tangle a pubic hair? It ain't fun. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah, it ain't fun, okay? So what makes this trimmer different than all the other trimmers? A new multifunction on-off switch can engage a travel lock created for people who like to travel. Mm-hmm. The Lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn on the 4000K. This is a bright-ass light, people. <laughs> LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. The new trimmer even allows you to customize your trim all over through additional guard lengths with sizes one to four. And looks wise, it's sleek with a two-tone matte and gloss finish. Even features a hot foil stamped black chrome Manscaped logo. Show that mower off loud and proud, baby. Yeah, and with those guards, you can get the perfect fade on your <laughs> your, your crotch shave. The optimized <laughs> lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is waterproof, so you can groom in the shower and not have to worry about making a mess on the bathroom floor. Did I mention wireless charging? Uh, I, I didn't, but here we go. The Lawnmower 4.0's <laughs> new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic electromagnetic induction. So fancy, I can't even say it, which can help the battery length last longer. If you're still trimming your face with your ball trimmer, it's time to make some changes. Yeah, Get boy. 20% off and free shipping with the code idiots at manscaped.com. No person <laughs> wants to end up with pubes in their mouth and your balls will thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, significant others. Uh, so treat yourself and the per- the special person in your life by going to manscaped.com where you get 20% off and free shipping with the code idiots at manscaped.com. That is 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code idiots, I-D-I-O-T-S. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Trim, trim them pubs. Trim them hedges. Hedges. Yeah. Smooth. Smooth like a baby. <laughs> like a baby's bottom. Bottom. Cheers. Cheerio. Pip, pip. I just want to talk English all day because I've been hooked on Line of Duty on Netflix, <laughs> which is an excellent UK cop drama for anyone who likes uh, police dramas and and all that, especially about, you know, uh, internal affairs cops trying to catch other bent coppers. <laughs> that, that literally sounds so British. It's just like pedantic and procedural <laughs> and going through like the rules and the. <laughs> oh, it's excellent. It's so good. They build the tension so well in that show and all the twists and turns. Like you never really know who's done what legitimately right up until the last episode. Wow. They just beat people with a billy club because they don't shoot anybody. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how many people get arrested on this show and not shot. I mean, yeah. a lot get killed, too. Don't get me wrong, but a lot get arrested. Yeah. It's weird how that works, that that can even yeah. be a possibility, hey? I know, right? We should probably touch on that a little bit. Derek Chauvin got convicted. Everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Um, we're a couple of weeks late. Old news, that, Reg. I know, right? But, you know, I, th- I still think it's important to to touch on and say how important that will be in the for the future. Um We've discussed it a bunch that I I personally 
don't subscribe to the all cat all cops are bastards mm-hmm. or whatever that hashtag yeah. is. <laughs> right. Um, but the system's broken, and and then Dante Wright gets shot when apparently she tried to tase him. But how did you grab the wrong weapon? Hmm. Uh, A police officer with 25 years of service, former head of the police union, doesn't know that her gun is in her hand and not her taser. Yeah. I don't buy it. Yeah, it it's fishy. I, but at the same, I I had a brief little almost a little an argument with my with my family about about that because I told them I was like just let him go. Yeah. Like so he drives away. Catch him again. So yeah. so fucking what? Why do you right. have to shoot him? What what is the threat right then that you needed to subdue him at all? Right. I know it's fundamentally different and, and a lot of people will disagree, but it, it definitely doesn't, it doesn't align with a lot of people's idea of policing or of right. justice or whatever. But frankly, we need to change that because, so he had a warrant out for like smoking a joint when he was 19. I, yeah, it something. was something like that. Yeah. It was and his, small. his plates were expired or something, but he's dead now. Yeah. I think it was a case of. They had said that he was he had the warrant because he failed to appear in court for that offense because he had moved or something and it got sent to the wrong address. Uh, so he never got the notice. And that's why the warrant was put out. But still, come on. Like, yeah, he tried to run. Bummer. That happens. Yeah, it happens. But was was he a threat to those officers? No. Not in my opinion, no, at least. It's just uh, no. It's just uh, somebody tr- trying to. Cover, I mean, I, as I said to somebody at work, I said, you know, I get heat of the moment happens. Like we had, you know, we had the officer come on and do that 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 uh, demonstration with us, the use of force demonstration. And yeah, like in the heat of the moment, shit happens. But to have that many years in and to not know what you're holding. If, if that's your story is like terrible and that's and just, uh in general we need they need to be held to a higher standard if, for if sure. we're supposed to treat them with the respect that many of them deserve like i'm not you know many of them are great people and and they deserve respect and 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 you know to be treated well um but then we then we need something back we need you to be held to a higher standard that it can't just be and other countries do it differently and they're yeah. they're not crime ridden <laughs> yeah, like watching uh, like watching that line of duty show, you see in the UK how the procedure is like there are certain officers who are trained in firearms yeah. and they get to use them, but they have to sign them out, sign out the ammunition before they go on their calls and then sign the gun back in when they get back to work. It's not like yeah. they have them on them at all times, right? And frankly, it's a better system, in my opinion, that you, you show up, you assess, you figure things out, and then you call in the big guns instead of having everybody have guns. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think it's also important to mention, again, with these types of things, it's dangerous to play devil's advocate because I don't want to seem like I'm siding with the other side, right? But right. my dad mentioned it, and I, I agree. Um, a policeman was shot somewhere in like Oklahoma or somewhere. And also, there was recently like a white guy that got taken out by a, uh, a no-knock warrant, all that type of stuff. And right. I want to make it clear that it's important that we mention that that it's 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 an issue all the way across. It's just it's not that those are being ignored. It's just these are getting the the headlines yeah. because it's disproportionately bad. I was gonna say a disproportionate's the word. Yeah. Um, 
But that said, at least on my on my thinking, I don't want to discount any of those other people dying. That's not the point. But um, I think we need to be aware that it happens way more frequently. If you have to have a conversation with your kids that says, when you get pulled over, not if, when you get pulled over, yeah, you have to do this, 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 in order to get out of it safely. Like yeah. we didn't have that. I no, no one ever told never. me that, and. It's never been an issue. I've been pulled over a couple of times and gone through check stops and stuff and and um never a concern, right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't you don't go into it fearing for your life, right? Yeah. And I mean culturally Canada's different than the US, thankfully, but uh still, I I'm, I'm sure it, it applies here for for people that aren't white as well. So For sure it does. 100%. Yeah. But anyway, so I mean, that's that. Glad he got convicted. It's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we get more accountability out of this, and the the bad apples see that they they can't just get away with stuff anymore. Hopefully, yeah. and then uh, and we just we start to get better, kind of one day at a time. Yeah, and bad apples aside, they need to fundamentally shift the policing. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. It needs it needs to be swapped. Um, some cities are already doing. I think it was was it Camden, New Jersey has something where they. I forget the exact how it all breaks down, but basically they had something set up where they basically defunded the police a couple years yeah. ago. I think it was before this even happened. Mm-hmm. What well, some uh, cities now are doing for what they whatever comes in is like a mental health emergency or something. I think what gets sent in as a social worker. Uh, two EMTs and I think like even a therapist or something gets sent on the call Perfect. as opposed to officers. Perfect. And even if, I mean, again, it's difficult to say because when you're in the U S and everyone could be packing, it's hard to yeah. say that everyone on the scene should be unarmed, but uh, that's a whole nother can For of sure. worms. <laughs> it's just at the, at the very least or, or send an officer with them, but those EMTs are in charge of the scene until, yeah it gets to that point, right? If sure. they call for something, then sure. But yeah, I don't know. But anyway, I think it's a step in the right direction and I hope that things like that happen um, more frequently. That's a bad way to phrase that, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like that. that yeah, we keep working no, towards it. But anyway, um, speaking of, I don't know. There's no segue here. Uh, let's just move on here. I had some notes from a while back. We were going to do a, uh, do a solo and we ended up not doing it but so we'll touch on a couple of those first sure. off um i gotta say i have a goatee as anybody listening to this may or may not know and i have had one since i was like 19 um on and off wow actually no almost always on because i can't grow a beard and i yeah. have a a really fat boy chin and i <laughs> uh, i like to <laughs> to make it look like i have a chin by by putting hair on it but that's mm-hmm. it when you're online, you see those like memes where it's like the classic, whatever, um, <laughs> like redneck, the uh, the whatever. the redneck the neck redneck weekend kit where it's like a, a, white, pack, you know yeah. <laughs> yeah the white tank top with a six pack of beer the goatee the white shades, yeah. <laughs> and I gotta say, I'm offended. Were you triggered, Reg? Were you triggered? <laughs> Every time I look at those, I'm like, fuck, like. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I'm not actually that bothered, but I just wanted to bring it up that not everybody with goatees um, <laughs> is necessarily a hooting and hollering redneck. <laughs> oh, you're just a Stone Cold Steve Austin fan, man. Yeah. Which still could put you in the redneck camp. It's true. 
It's true. To be fair, I did used to have those douchey white glasses for a hot minute. Yep, I know you did. And, to, uh, ma- to match the white sandals. Yeah, yeah. Which I still have white sandals. But the thing <laughs> is, like, f- like, come on. <laughs> I'm not that guy. Uh, Drinking your ha- Pap's blue ribbons out in the garage. Yeah, I just have no style. <laughs> <laughs> it's ironic, okay? Yeah, right. I'm a hipster redneck. <laughs> um, are there any st- uh, stereotypes of 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 something that you do online that bothers you? Something that I do. Um, not that you do. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. I mean, I live the stereotype that you know all wrestling fans are fat. There's that. <laughs> Um, is that a stereotype? <laughs> certainly one of them, right? They're all like fat, you know, live in their mom's basement. <laughs> all the other classic South Park like guy on the keyboard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that. But uh nothing that nothing that triggered me to that extent. No, I uh I can't say I've looked at one and, and you know felt attacked by it. I hate being called big guy. Hey you big know. guy. I get that all the fucking time. I don't like it. I know it's not meant as anything offensive, and I know they're just it's just like saying buddy. Or whatever. Yeah, hate it for as long as I can remember. It's just one of those ones that I just really don't like. I don't know what you think. It's just tied into like your self-image. Is that why? Probably, and that's why I know it doesn't. It's not. It's not an insult. It's just. Right. I don't like hearing it. Right. About it. it just right. Bugs me. Um. But yeah, speaking of of images, I just watched my first F one race live yeah. this morning, and. Um, and we, it, me and Mike were watching it, and we were we were dunking on NASCAR as though NASCAR yeah. is like the inferior. Not that we know a fucking thing about NASCAR. Yeah. Now you got to get the uh, get the Flatlands boys on and then have a discussion. <laughs> it's but it's I, I'm sure there's very it's very similar, um, and it's just elitist to be. At least there's more turns. Yeah, exactly. Just turning left all day, but mm-hmm. um, F1's amazing. It's it's it's, it's fun. The storylines is what makes it good. Which now I can right. sort of understand Which why is the people same like with NASCAR. NASCAR, right? Exactly. And pro wrestling, it's the storylines, man. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. It's that's storylines. Story this is real life storylines. <laughs> you can make it just like real life, my friend. <laughs> no one else is a scripted storyline, Reg. Game of Thrones, Breaking yeah. Bad. Of course, but that's the point. It's a TV show. Precisely, but <laughs> it's the drama in the TV show. Yeah. Why else do we watch TV and stuff if not to elicit feeling and emotion? Right. You're right. It's just I don't need to watch people pretend to win things to, to make. It. Well, the only problem with that is that it's because it's pretending to be a sport while also being a scripted drama. That's I think that's right. what grates me because right. it's like you can either be a pro wrestler or an actor, and it feels weird to me to say that you're both. But why can't you be both? Oh, I'm not saying that you can't. It just feels weird that you do. Why? I don't know. Don't like it. So like you can't watch like a movie about an MMA fighter. Sure you could. What's well, the same concept? <laughs> sure. But not, <laughs> I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> You're weird, man. All right. I'm not saying I'm I'm arguing my side very well, but uh, Right, right. I think it was always cuz for years and years and years and maybe still. Do people still think that it's legit? Like, no, I I don't think so. I don't think there's anybody out there now that that considers it a a real like real physical thing, right? Okay. I think most people now know. I mean, maybe young kids, sure, like when they're yeah. first starting to watch it. But uh, no, once you get older, there's no one that knows that it. And they've the behind the scenes stuff is so open now. Like you can find out news about anybody and oh. whatever. And with social media, right? Like you, you do see the real people behind the characters. So it's not like 
it's not as closed off as it was in like the 70s and 80s where like the good guys and the bad guys couldn't ride together in the same car right because they didn't <laughs> want to break that that yeah. look of it and even back then a lot of people knew it wasn't real but it was just it was slowly becoming uh more to the forefront what's the what's the goings-ons in uh in wrestling these days randy what's the what's the i haven't even really been keeping up with it it's been i haven't i haven't watched a full show in probably close to two months (gasps) but uh as far as i know the rock's cousin roman reigns is still uh he's running his head of the table gimmick so he is the uh he's uh, the tribal chief of the wwe yeah, what? he just got some. Yeah, so he's Samoan, right? So his whole gimmick is like, I'm the tribal chief. Like, I like I provide oh. for my family. I'm the head of the table. Like, I, I'm the top dog in the business, kind of thing. Okay. And he like he's he looks phenomenal. He's got a badass look. You know, he looks like yeah, he, he can back right. it up. Um, there's rumors that The Rock may face him at WrestleMania at some point, as like a passing of the torch kind of thing. Um, which would be an interesting dynamic because Roman can say, like, I like I'm running the family now. This is my show. You went off to Hollywood, did your thing, you don't care about us, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, you could run that whole storyline. So there's that. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. The Wednesday night wars are over. If anyone watches who's listening, watches AEW and NXT. Um, AEW is a rival promotion. They they were both on Wednesdays at the same time for a while, and it was always a ratings battle. Who's gonna get more ratings who's going to get less um nxt typically drew less than AEW. they beat them a couple times but they have now moved to tuesdays so that the quote-unquote war is officially over uh yeah that's about it man there there hasn't been too much else going on okay they're trying they had about 50 or no was 20 25 people for wrestlemania stands wow they held it at tampa bay same place as the super bowl so they had it there had some fans in attendance they're back in the Thunderdome is what they call it. So it's got all like LED screens that show the fans and it's a, it's a neat setup. Um, so, but they're looking apparently at possibly doing fans again for SummerSlam and maybe doing some for events going forward, having, you know, two, three, 4,000 people at a show. Hmm. Well, speaking of that, um, I'm wearing my bomber Jersey and the CFL season has been pushed to August 5th, I believe. Yeah. Fourth or fifth. I don't remember. And, I can't. I was having a discussion this morning about this, and I can't help but think that, especially at the Bomber Stadium, even if you say you only said season ticket holders could come in, it's just it's open air. You know what I mean? Right. Like you can you can keep your distance pretty easily in that stadium. Like it's wide. You can you don't spend any time with anybody. You could space out the seats. Um, frankly, I, I think I think the risk comes if you're going to run like all the booze and stuff. Oh yeah, but then- you could. Just close the close the vendors. Yes, and I know they think they're talking about maybe having one or two concessions open, mm. and then the I issue guess you with just that is your lines from there. But but see, that's the problem, right? Because if you only have one or two open, then all the crowds congregate in one place. Yeah. So you'd almost be better off having them all open so that you spread out the lines more. Right. Know? But that's that's a logistic thing they could figure out. It's just there. There's almost no reason to to not do it. You know, if people can sit on a patio. Why can't I sit outside of my seat and watch a bomber game, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, see, that's where, you know, the Manitoba government's got to kind of, and the provincial governments in general kind of got to get their shit together and have make make these rules make sense. I'm all for, like, if we're doing these restrictions for a purpose, I get it. But don't tell me that I can't have someone at my house, you know, four, four buddies at a house 
six feet apart, even if we wear masks. It's not okay at my house on my deck, but yeah. if I just go to the street in front of my house, it's okay because <laughs> yeah. it's public property. Exactly. It's like it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense, and I can see why people are pushing back on that. So for me, like, do they, do they say what they're going to have capacity limits at? Has the bomber said anything? I haven't I haven't heard anything specifically. No. I'm so sure. let's say even twenty five percent, and it's just season ticket holders. I mean, they hold the stadium holds what thirty two thousand. Yeah. So quarter of that, whatever that may be, you know, eight thousand people, something like that. So if you do that, I, everyone's if you're wearing your mask at all times, except when you're eating, doing whatever. Um, I don't really have an issue with it. Yeah. I know who the hell just did. Spain, I think, just did a concert. It was an outdoor concert. Everybody had to wear masks the whole time, but there was no distancing. Everybody was packed in. There was about six thousand people. I think, or three or 4,000. And they said out of that, you had to have a negative test prior to going. And then out of that, I think they said they ended up getting six positive cases in the following two weeks. Which could so have I guess been people tested negative early and then tested positive after, or they just got it after and happened to be positive. Yeah. Hmm. Right. We don't know for sure, but. And I mean, as vaccination continues, um, hopefully we can, and even with the restrictions like we mentioned in our patreon exclusive episode go check it out for april check it um in. we need to be looking at the spirit of the reg, of the of the restriction less than the wording if that makes yes. sense um i know the goal is to try and limit interactions which is problematic because you're encouraging people to go to patios but we also need people to make some money so i guess i i get it right it's just just try and be responsible as best you can, folks. And um, pretending that the pandemic's over isn't going to help. So let's sure. uh, let's all work together here. No matter how much Chris guy might be your hero. Oh fuck that guy, man! <laughs> he had this. Someone posted a a picture of um a, a, a not a blog, but he had written some long thing on some internet forum, and right. it was all talking about how. The Holocaust didn't exist, and well, there was only eighteen million Jews in the whole world, and Germany killed six million of them. Blah 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 blah, as though that's somehow impossible. Um, And then a bunch of other stuff about how it's apparently not racist to say that you know black people are dumber than white people, even especially since we saw that one. Yeah, since we acknowledge that they're better athletically, and somehow if you can prove one or the, it's bullshit. But it's kind of typical yeah. racist dog whistling. He's a fucking douchebag. Yeah. Whatever way you slice it. But yep. uh, yeah, hopefully vaccination rates can continue. I saw there was a protest in Montreal at Olympic Stadium where they're doing vaccination. And I guess it, it had made them have to reschedule a whole bunch of vaccinations and whatever. With the protest, I'm like, hey, if you want to have your protest, whatever. Do it. Do what you want to do. But don't then actively interrupt the process. Because most of those people probably go, oh, well, if you want to get it, get it. I'm, I'm, I don't care. I'm not stopping anybody from getting it. Yeah. But like now you are. Now you're actively causing an issue. Like, get the fuck out of here. And by doing so, you're going to make the restrictions last longer. Exactly. You're just <laughs> extending it. You're just prolonging it. Yep. Anyway, anyway, on to uh, better things. I'm curious. When did you first feel like an adult, Randy? When did I first feel like an adult? Mm-hmm. Um... I, when I first made my solo doctor's appointment, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. 
I got to find a new doctor now, and that sucks because mine's retiring too. Minus two, yeah, shit. Yeah, so uh, I think mine's just he's focusing more on his cancer care and stuff. He's retiring from family medicine. Selfish um, prick. I know, right? What a dick, an asshole. Uh, <laughs> think of me. Um, I don't know. Probably, I, probably when we had Hallie. Oh yeah, it's like oh shit, like like yeah, like it's real now. Now I gotta fucking buck up. It's not. It's not just about. <laughs> me and us anymore right yeah like now it's bigger than everything else so i think that was probably when it really kicked in it's true like i'm still a kid at heart don't get me wrong but like that's when it's like okay now i got like real responsibility for sure and there's no doubt about that because we uh we spent like an hour talking about um um wandavision you know like so we're still in on the on the kitty stuff but right um as adults, but yeah, it's it's interesting because now as adults we're talking about lumber prices and <laughs> property taxes and yeah you know, that type of stuff and <laughs> it's the worst. But I don't know. I the thought popped into my head the other day, and I I'm not I'm trying to think if if I've because I definitely feel like an adult now. I think about that I'm 30, which when I was 10 I thought was 100, um, right, and. Uh, so I feel pretty firmly as an adult, but I, you know, it's, I don't know. I was, I'm probably in the same boat. Like, I, I don't know if I've actually had that, that moment, but it's sort of right. creeped in on me. And uh, now that I'm an old man, <laughs> I'm not sure when that <laughs> happened, but, but still, right. Like you got responsibilities too. Right? I mean, you got cats. Yeah. So there's the cats, you got the Some house, right. You got bills to pay. Like it just, mm-hmm. it all, it, it does all. I don't think it's often that it kind of hits everybody at once. I think, like you yeah. say, it's mostly a, and even me, it's been creeping up on me for a while, but it, that was like the, okay, here it is. Like it, the fucking, the bow's going to break, you know? And if not that, it's either that or it's like a traumatic experience where you're forced to grow up. Right, right. Really early or really quickly. Um, right. Which I've thankfully haven't had to deal with. Right. Not in sure. that way, but I don't know. It was interesting. What, um, oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is what brought it up. I don't know, but I was chatting with a good friend of the show, Brian Moore, Mr. Brian Moore. Brian, um, he uh, this was a little bit ago, but we were talking about not growing up or being immature or something. And then he said he made a comment that he still puts button-up shirts on like a T-shirt to to make the point that he's a kid still. And <laughs> I thought of that. I was like, I've never once put on a button-up shirt that way. Never in my life have I pulled it right. over my head. Why would you do that? I think if I had to do it, like, because some people, like, button their shirts when they put them away. You know, they button it up to the, you know, second or third button. I've seen it happen. I'm not Why saying Why would I you do it. that? I don't know. Some people do. Or you take it off after, like, you wear it for a minute. Like, maybe you try it on, you button it up, and you just rip it off because you want to try something else on quick. I guess. But he, I think he was implying that when you're a kid, that's how you put button-up shirts on. I'm not uh, I'm not familiar or with just, like... As you, I don't know, maybe because as an adult, you like, you learn to button your, like, once you button your shirt up, like, you're independent now and you're not the, <laughs> maybe. Or, you, know, know. you gotta throw your tie on and go to work. I, I don't know. I don't really wear button up shirts. Though, or actually, what's interesting is some people call them button downs. Is it a yes. button up or a button down? What is it for you, Randy? Uh, I always button, I t- technically I always button down. I don't go bottom up, I go top yeah. down. I button down, but I call them button ups. Yes, <laughs> or dress shirts. I just I'm the same shirts. way. Yeah, a dress shirt. Yeah, but oh, I've never, I never, it would never occur to me to just yank it off or put it on 
pre-buttoned. And to hang right. it and button it, who has time for that? You button the top one, and then it hangs. Yeah, precisely. Crazy people, I tell you. Hey, some people Crazy. are nuts, man. Crazy. Oh, here's an interesting one. Uh, former guest of the show, which eh, maybe I shouldn't. Mm, yeah, Drew McDonald told me um, a Big while this was years ago. He uh, he's telling me that apparently he wipes standing up. And when I heard that, it blew my mind a little. Drew, bit. I what? hope you're okay with your secret going out to the world here. It's it's known now. People do it. It's not just him, but apparently. No, yes, I've heard of this anomaly. And, and I'm like. <laughs> When I, I I was dumbfounded when I heard it. Like how? Why? What was I just taught differently? It was one of those things that I'd never even thought about as doing it differently. Um, right. You ever do it standing up, Randy? Uh, I not that I can recall. Um, maybe in like a public toilet where I didn't want to get my hand too close to the, the seat. <laughs> you know, you do the old the old squat crunch, and then you sure. you just kind of get up into your thing, but. Not that I can remember. I'm a I'm a sit down wiper. Yeah, it makes it. I feel like when you stand up, it would make it harder. Right, because you're like squishing your cheeks together. Yeah, like you'd have to bend forward anyway to right. get access to the undercarriage, right? So why wouldn't you right. just do it while you're sitting? I don't know. I honestly, that's I don't weird. have a clue. I don't have an answer for you, man. Yeah, that's it's a, odd. So people that stand up to wipe, question. you are nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that I means like the like. Do you are you a scruncher or are you a folder? A folder. Yeah. What I know people is that? who are scrunchers. So they just grab a handful of toilet paper and go. I guess so. And throw just, it away. Yep. Rich people, rich kids. That's what it Maybe. is. Maybe. You had no respect for for what it costs to get toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> You're not oh, an man, adult I'm, yet, man. You don't know. I am very regimented. Where it's I take my thing, I fold it in half. Go to town and then you just keep folding. Yep. Yeah. Get as much as you can out of it. Oh, 100%. And if you get a little bit of, you know, a little gunk on your fingers, it happens. You'll <laughs> <laughs> pop through and you get the oh. cheap stuff because you can't afford the good rolls. A little slap a tickle. <laughs> or you go in the public toilets and you get like the one ply, the see through cardboard yeah. sheet. Yeah. <laughs> then sometimes you end up scrunching because you just grab as much as you can. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Just don't even take it off the roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to grab the whole roll. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, if you stand up and wipe, you're a psychopath and we can't be friends. Yeah. That's yeah, not true. I'm friends with Drew. But uh, frankly, That's we should just all get bidets. You should get bidets. Yeah. Go to tushy.com. And, uh, I was going to say, hello, Tushy. tushy if Tushy wants us. to pay us, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm all down for that. I think I asked them. I don't know if I actually emailed them or not. I meant to. But we should. You get him at Costco, apparently. Yeah. Get, yeah. Chris well. Lutz, also guest of the show. We're just dropping everything. Dropping plug. People all over the place. Everybody's hey, been on the show. Um, Big name dropping. Yeah. But he uh, he has one in his house. And I was like, uh, I asked him if I could see it. He's like, yeah, man, take it for a rip. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't have to. Uh, you should have 100%. Who cares? Just sit down and have a pee and take it for a rip. <laughs> Do you ever sit down to pee, Randy? All the time. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's cleaner. <laughs> it empties the bladder more completely. Therefore, I have to piss less. How often do you pee if you don't sit? And now, because the only time I get to myself is in the bathroom. <laughs> I sit. I look at my phone for a few seconds while I'm having a pee. 
Oh, I'm learning so much you know, about you. I didn't know. Do that. I still piss standing up? Sure, when it's convenient. And I got to. Because <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> but yeah, fuck yeah, I sit when I pee, man. Fuck them. Wow. I'm I comfortable enough in my sexuality. I'm going to stand up when I piss to feel like a man. You got to be dominant. I need to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sure I don't even walk into boss. the bathroom to pee. <laughs> <laughs> Outside the door, spraying it in there. I pee wherever I like. Because I'm the man, the man. I got a lot of back pressure. I get some distance there, boy. <laughs> Every kid did that though, growing up. Every boy <laughs> oh, for did sure. That growing up, yeah. You stand as far back in the in the gym bathroom and you shoot yeah. for the stars. Hundred percent. Yeah. Some people probably still do that in the trough at the stadium. So. <laughs> for sure. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Randy's a, a piece. Yeah. Come at me. Anyone wants to come at me for it? Come at me. But I'm telling you, it's way better. <laughs> We've got stand-up wipers and sit-down peers and <laughs> everything in between. Um, but no, I get I get the reasoning. I just, I guess, with bum knees, I don't want to bend if I don't have to. <clears throat> I can see that. So I just let gravity do all the work. <laughs> hey, man, do what you got to do. Yeah, I still remember uh, we were in a, a motel somewhere. I don't remember where it was. And I don't know if I told this story before, but anyway, I walked into the bathroom and, you know, when you're half asleep and you may or may not even have opened your eyes, but you can't see anything. Right. Um, but you think that you're kind of awake. Anyway, I couldn't find the light switch in this pitch black motel room. And right. I walk into the bathroom. I struggle to find it, but it's one of those like either I pee right now or I pee myself. Right. And I literally walked up to the toilet where I guess I thought it was. Yeah. And then I started peeing and hope for the best. And I literally just guided <laughs> myself by sound. It was yeah. Like, and then splash, 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 splash. And then water, water, water. <laughs> splash, 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 splash. I was just, just made a yeah. fucking mess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the next See, if you had just sat down. True. Yeah. I mean, 11-year-old Reg probably wouldn't have listened to yeah. you, but that would have been the way. You're right. Yeah. And honestly, I can see why people get pissed off. Like, women get pissed off and leave toilet seat up. Because I totally had that happen when I left it up. Because I stood up to take a pee one day. Left it up. <laughs> <laughs> Hallie cried out so much could give her a soother and I get back and you know I go for a piss and I go to sit down and I like sploosh <laughs> and I'm just like fuck no I can see why the water? no I was close I was like just above because I was like I'm sitting far too low something's happening here <laughs> oh that's you can tell there's great. like that height where you know your seat is when you plop down you know it would have been cold as fuck too no yeah it was cold yeah, yeah. got the cheek got the cheeks cold <laughs> But luckily, well, Poseidon did not kiss me that day. <laughs> I've always been a firm seat down guy and close the lid my whole life. Right. I, I don't. I don't actually understand how people just leave it. I, it looks ugly. I always, my whole life, I've always closed it, no matter right. what. I don't know why. Whether I was taught that or if it's just been impulse, but I don't know. The people that leave the seat up drive me nuts. Those motherfuckers. Yeah. How but dare anyway. they? Get at us. You let us know on, on Instagram and Facebook. If you sit when you pee or you stand up. We'll put it mostly for the guys, I guess. Yeah, we'll put it as a poll. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Better yet, are you a lady that stands to pee? I'd I'd be impressed. Well, couldn't you just straddle over the toilet and let it do its, yeah, do its thing? Theoretically, yeah. <laughs> like a sprinkler. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay. Well, 
as an aside, all our female listeners are just shaking their heads right now. We don't have any female listeners, Randy. Oh, we do. Hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, so I have a couple of magazines here that I thought we could flip through to uh, talk about shit. Um, I have a Time magazine from September 10th, 1973. Ooh. My dad was six years old when this came out, and uh, there wasn't much in here that I wanted to touch on, but there was an interesting one that I saw. I always I always love bringing up when um, like old-timey things cost certain things and what they cost now. Right. Um, specifically TV. So basically, in the marketing section of the 1973 edition of Time magazine... Uh, it says, so sorry, Sony. So basically, they, um, Sony was trying to encourage outside investment into Japan. And right. Motorola, Motorola Inc., they sought the Japanese giant's aid in marketing um, TV sets in Japan, which is definitely not what Sony wanted because they were selling the TVs, right? Right. But anyway, so the, the point of this was Japanese consumers are even more avid than the Americans for color TV. Some 70% of Japanese households have color sets versus, what do you say the U.S. percentage was in 1973? It was, how much is the percentage for Japan? 70. Of colored TV sets? Yeah. Um, in 1973. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 53%. Ooh, 58%. So only Ooh. 58% had color TVs. Really? Which is always interesting to me. I don't know what the percentage now is on 100%, but... Right. (laughs) If anybody still has a black and white TV... There's that one holdout still just, you know, some 98-year-old lady sitting in her house with a black and white TV. (laughs) Sitting in Mississippi, just, you know, oh, yeah, no. Or it's some 26-year-old bearded hipster sitting in his house with a black and white TV. TV was better in black and white. (laughs) (laughs) So it's meant to be seen. That's cinema. (laughs) Citizen Kane shouldn't be in color. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. That that exists. There's for sure someone that's talking like that. Oh, 100%. It's like, absolutely. It's like vinyl. The crickles and the crackles and the pops are <laughs> meant to be there. Anyway. It's, it's, it's the, it keeps the integrity of the art. Yeah. So the artist wanted you to see it. <laughs> um, but anyway, so they're only just... Just beginning to offer limited quantities of color sets with screens larger than 19 inches. So, and they refer to those as large screens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How cute. <laughs> How cute. As I look at my 55-inch plasma on my wall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That weighs like a quarter of what that yeah. weighed. Um, yeah, it doesn't really matter. I just thought it was interesting. So then basically, oh, hold on. What is this? Did I just find a price? Oh. Um, sales promotion, Motorola, blah 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 blah. Will raise the Tokyo price of Motorola Casars. Was that the TV? Um, to a range of seven hundred and fifty to twelve hundred and fifty bucks, or twenty five percent more than they cost in the U.S. Twelve hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, in nineteen seventy three. And now but you that, can get a get a friggin' 48 inch for like 300 bucks yeah but that will still be below the introductory prices of wow $1,800 expected on Sony and Matt Matt Sushida big screen color TVs so a 19 inch TV could have cost you $1,800 in 1973 I don't know what That's that is wild. in today's money um, 
that's a that's a that's a lot of dope. Yeah, that's not not cheap. That's inflation has been five hundred and twelve percent since then. So uh, it says it's equivalent equivalent in purchasing power to about ten thousand seven hundred and thirty eight dollars today. Yeah. So the cost of like a hundred and ten inch high end Samsung is what this <laughs> these things would have cost you back in the day. <laughs> For yeah, like an eighty inch or a ninety inch. Yeah. Or more. And like that's like top of the line TV. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's wild, man. One thing I find interesting, I also have a 1961 Life magazine that I'm going to flip through here. I find it just so interesting because, first of all, print media is basically dead, Mm -hmm. which is a bummer because I like reading actual tangible things. Right. Um, But when you're flipping through like the ads and stuff, it's all (laughs) it's all about um, weirdly. Actually, here's the thing. So the two of them are obvious, but what in this magazine specifically, what do you think is the third most popular thing that's being advertised in 19 when 61. So the the first most popular thing to be advertised. Well, cigarettes and booze are probably one and two. Bingo, bingo. They're all over uh, the place. What do you think is the next most in in specifically this magazine and maybe across the world? We're not sure. Number three, what would be next to cigarettes and booze? Um, I'm gonna say like men's clothing. You you would think that, wouldn't you? But in fact, yeah. it is pens. Pens. Well, I guess pens. everyone was writing everything. Yeah, but even that wouldn't have occurred to me. It was just it was really interesting to me. There's there's at least three ads in here about getting a proper like ink pen and a right. this pen and a that pen and all these other things. And uh, <clears throat> check out this two page Marlboro ad. Ooh, look at that. Yeah. Back when smoking was good for you. <laughs> you were cool, man. Man, I, I grew up in the wrong era. You weren't a sophisticated man until you were smoking cigarettes and drinking whiskey. Yeah. yeah. It's good for you. <laughs> bunch of bunch of John Hams out in the world. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think about you at all. Anyway. <clears throat> another one in this one. So in 1961, these teenagers drove 1962. Well, it was a 1961 Plymouth Savoy versus a 1962 Plymouth Savoy. And mm-hmm. they drove... Plymouth to Plymouth to Plymouth to Plymouth. Um, so basically they went Plymouth, Michigan to Plymouth, Indiana to Plymouth, Pennsylvania to Plymouth, Massachusetts and return. And want to guess what their uh, fuel mileage was? Ooh, fuel mileage. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say this is going to be miles per gallon because it's probably American. Yeah. Miles per gallon, yeah. I'm going to say they got like six miles to the gallon. <laughs> You're selling them short, Randy. That's like a semi-truck. Um <laughs> But anyway, so the average car now, at least my car, was getting like 38 miles per gallon, my little right. puddle jumper, um, and that's a 2008. So the 1961 Plymouth Savoy got 21.85 miles per gallon. Not bad, not bad. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's not great, <laughs> even though fuel probably cost a nickel. Yeah, probably. Those are sweet looking cars, though. Anyway, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I went to go fill my car the other day, and it was like 
it was $52 to fill my Honda Civic. Wow. I was like, this is a Honda Civic. What in the what why I'm I should never pay over forty dollars to fill this thing. Is that um is that a forty liter tank or fifty liter tank? Uh fifty liter tank. Yeah, I guess that's why. Yeah. Much like mine. Um Yeah, it's see I'm it's I've been awful. curious. Is it is it because of the is it because of the new carbon taxes? Is it something else? Is there uh, a, honestly I don't know. I've been wondering that myself and I haven't looked into it because frankly I always look at it like I need it anyway. So why am I getting butthurt about it? Right. And on average, my fueling up is maybe costing me an extra $5. Typically. Great. So it's not going to break the bank, but I understand that it's not great. And we don't right. like seeing it like that. But Here are five reasons gas prices are going up. Crude oil recent. prices are surging. This is from this is from March 10th. Of this year. Yeah. Okay. Crude oil prices surging. Uh, it says oil in February hit $60 US per barrel for the first time in over a year. They're expecting prices to hit $72 by summer. Because, I mean, it was low. I mean, you were talking like five, ten bucks a barrel, I think, at one point. Yeah. Um, the emissions levy is going up. So it said um, the tax on fuels. Are going from thirty dollars per ton to one hundred and seventy per ton by twenty thirty. Oh, okay. As a result, gas prices across Canada are expected to rise by more than thirty-seven cents a liter by twenty thirty. Well, that's if, based off if of what? Because we've almost jumped that now in the last four months. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, we were averaging pre-pandemic. We were averaging like a buck fifteen, sixteen. And then it went down. I think, and then it went long. down because nobody was driving anymore. Yeah. And then it went now it's gone back up plus the carbon tax. So I think that's what we're seeing is the usual uptick plus. Okay. Um, so there's that Canadian, Canadian oil production has fallen about 20%. Uh, vaccinations are expected to boost travel, which will contribute to rising fuel costs. And it just says summer brings pricier gasoline blends. Why would it, why would more travel make it more expensive? In my brain, it should make it cheaper. You know, you would think because there'd be price wars and stuff, but I guess just more people using it. Yeah, but we have a surplus, um, so that shouldn't even be an issue. Uh, but it says that our oil production has fallen. Yeah, but I think they, the U.S. still has like a 300 billion barrel surplus or some. Well, shit. I'm sure they do, but, but they don't care. They'll still raise the prices up. They're getting yeah, if tax money. the corporation, off. you still charge it. You just raise it. Yeah. I guess and it just says as more Canadians are vaccinated while 2021 rolls on, uh, people are likely to drive and fly more and that will tend trend will contribute to rising fuel costs because uh, it will cause greater demand and a restoration of normal and perhaps a bit of pent up demand being satisfied in the early stages of spring and summer. Sounds like price gouging to me. Yeah, so. it just says fight back by shopping around for lower gas prices because they can vary by city and blah, 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 depending on what part of the city you're in. Because, I mean, I usually go to Costco to fill up, and it's usually 5 to $0.10 cents cheaper there. Yeah, I think it's average like 7 or 8 9 whatever. Yeah. Um, but, frankly, I'm not – it'll take me more time to find somewhere cheaper than just to fuel up where I'm at. Yeah. I don't care. Exactly. But I understand if people need to. Um, <clears throat> I, Kat and I drove uh, probably 500K yesterday Yeah. Um, to go, go on to hike. Go and, hiking um, and saw that. Yeah, trying hiking to hiking in the devil's butthole or something. 
Yeah, that's what I kept telling her. I was like, where's the devil's <laughs> anus or the the devil's butt plug or whatever it's called? <laughs> yeah. The devil's punch bowl. Whereabouts um, is that anyway? It's uh, just ne- just north of Glenboro. Oh, okay. So on your way to, basically on your way to Brandon, two and a half hours-ish from, right. from home. Um, but yeah, it's basically like <clears throat> me on a hike, especially on sand dunes and stuff. It's like... Have you ever seen a French bulldog try and do anything? That's what it's like. <laughs> yeah. Or a pug. Yeah. It's like one of those asthmatic pugs that moves for 10 minutes. And then just... Yeah, exactly. Tongue hanging out the whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was It was difficult. <laughs> there, was sure. one, there was one peak where we went up and because we saw tracks there and the path continued, but we're like, oh, maybe where does this go? And, and I was like, I don't think I can do that. I'm... I'm going to do it. We're going to yeah. push through. So Kat went first and she made it to the top and I made it probably two thirds, maybe three quarters up. And I was dying, dying, like <laughs> hands and knees, like through the sand. Every time I stopped, then I have to fight through the fucking like, yeah. soft sand. I just put myself in and uh, she gets to the top. She's like, just go down. There's nothing here. I was like, yeah, fuck. <laughs> so it was just kind of the peak of the dune that you could take pictures from. And oh, stuff. okay. But, um, so suffice to say, it's, yeah, it's basically like lugging a you know a garbage bag full of sand up right. a sand dune, which is what right. I am. That's basically what I am. <clears throat> You're just training for the Marines, right? That's all. Oh God! So you'll be doing <laughs> Hell Week in no time. <laughs> I would die first day. <laughs> I'd be ringing that bell in about a half hour. <laughs> Do they still have Hell Week on TV? Because that used to be fun to watch. Uh, I don't know if they have a show recently that's that's been on there. They had one where it was like regular people going through it but i don't yeah. think it was like an actual navy seal I used to watch that on the military channel all the time yeah like satellite back in the yeah. day um but anyway speaking of back in the day this is referring from the 1961 in magazine here there's a kodak ad for some kodak. cameras yeah kodak who had a swift decline um yeah. since then but this is when they were in their height i would imagine so there's a a new Kodak Automatic 35B camera for color slides. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, electric eye adjust exposure, blah, blah, blah. Ideal for travel. This thing looks like it's... I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. The bottom one there. That doesn't yep. look ideal for travel. That. No, not really, no. <laughs> but I guess in a world where nothing is ideal for travel, it's all relative. Right. So this thing was $68. Back in 1961, which is actually cheaper than I thought. So I Googled it. It's $416 this year. Oh, that tracks. That's still about what a nice higher-end camera will run you. Yeah. So it actually wasn't as crazy as I as I hoped it would be. 110 there's a video camera. Um, you merely rotate the lens barrel to make it zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, has built-in filter. Um, but what's that one? That's 110 674 again nothing crazy nothing yeah crazy. still trash not like those not like those TVs fuck me those crooks what's the most expensive thing that you got when you were a kid you think like what or that your parents bought that you were a bit surprised maybe that they got anything come to uh, <laughs> my dad um when i was 13 remember that quad I used to have in the garage yes the red, the red one. It was a Honda. We might have, I think we sold it shortly after I met you, but, but yeah, I that thing. He just, he just showed up one day with a quad in the bag of the truck, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" He's like, "Oh, I went and got a quad." 
<laughs> I'm like, Dad, we live in the city. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I was pumped. I'm 13. I got a quad, right? But well, yeah. That was probably the most expensive on a whim purchase I saw my, my parents do. Didn't your dad buy his truck on a credit card? No. I could have sworn that that was something that he did. It was probably the quad. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Could have been. Because the quad was like 12 grand or something, he said. <laughs> and those things are probably still worth 12 grand. Yeah, probably. Um, there was one thing I was going to check here as well in this magazine. I lost my page. A Lady Remington of Claws. What the hell is this? Oh, it's a oh. a lamp? No. Oh, no, no. Lady Remington. It's a, it's a shaver. Right. Let's say oh. Remington's usually a shaving brand. Yeah. For, no, I mean, it's an American magazine. I thought for sure it'd be someone like a gun holder or something. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> but it's just, I don't know. I love looking at the old, the old ads. Everything seems so bright and joyful which for right. whatever reason it doesn't seem to anymore right yeah it was just it was history it was cool man there wasn't uh <clears throat> i mean yeah i don't know i guess there wasn't as much infighting then amongst everybody so maybe that's that's kind of the reason oh that's a perfect segue attaboy so speaking of infighting <laughs> there's a there's an ad here in the 1961 uh issue of what was this again life magazine yeah titled we will bury you, says Nikita Khrushchev, which was the leader of Russia. Right, right. And um, in 1949, the communists took China. In 1951, Tibet. 1954, North Vietnam. 1961, Cuba. This minute, the communists threaten West Berlin, Laos, parts of Africa, and Latin America. Nikita Khrushchev means to bury the U.S. His timetable for world conquest is, in italics, is on schedule. Mm-hmm. Can the communists be stopped before they bury us? What can a private citizen do? So this is interesting. So basically, this is an ad for Radio Free Europe, the American people's counter voice to communism, um, centered in Mount Vernon, New York. Uh, what does it do? Every day, uh, to 80 million captive people behind the Iron Curtain, Radio Free Europe broadcasts the plain truth, dot, 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 religious services, dot, 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 folk mm-hmm. songs they love, dot, 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 the real news of the outside world. <laughs> it keeps these people from succumbing to communism. The people of Poland, Czechoslovakia, doesn't exist anymore. Hungary, Bulgaria, Romania. It keeps alive their belief in the free world and their hope for the future. Their friendship for America. So, yeah, like, okay. I mean, all the part two, you should probably be helping these people get news, but who's to say yours is right? Right, that sounds an awful lot like uh, a lot of those Alex Jones types that get their own mm-hmm. their own radio stations and then beam out whatever they want to people, right? Exactly. I mean, it is probably for the best that the people stuck in USSR, they probably are being limited by what they can listen to and what they can experience. But it just seems interesting that um, that Radio Free Europe is trying to send them religious services and songs they love. Right. <laughs> what do people in New York know about what people in the Ukraine love to listen to? Yeah, exactly, to? right. Even West Berlin, back when Berlin was was written uh, ripped in the middle. Right. Nowhere uh, near Berlin. Berlin. Bratislava. Da. And what's what? actually sort of a horse in Bratislava? Bratislava. Well, hmm, okay. Well, that's uh that's enough from this issue. 
of Life magazine. I yeah, think it's I might cool. It's, it's a piece it. of history, right? Yeah, I got a whole stack of these suckers that. Uh, there's, like I said, we have ones from Nixon's trial and his jury oh, nice. and stuff. So, we'll uh, we'll piece through. I just wanted to find the oldest two that I had, and those are the two. Right. So I'll go through. I think in the uh, in the shed, one of my bins with some books and stuff. I have a book of like headlines from the newspapers in Canada on like all through World War Two. Mm. It's like all like all the front pages from like kind of each day during the World War. That's cool. Yeah, I wanted I to look headlines up headlines of the week. I tried going through like a newspaper archive to find, because the Winnipeg Free Press has been around since like the 18 somethings. Right. And I wanted to go back, but you have to pay for a subscription. And I'm like, is it worth it for the gig? Yeah. I don't know. But I'd love to go back and find like the first headline um, or the first, like what, what they were talking about back then and kind of what yeah. what shows up. But anyway. What was big in, in local news then? Exactly. Exactly. Did we get any... Um, people chime in on the patreon by any chance for, for topics do not see recall. any alerts no nah, i did it too last minute i guess okay intruder alert intruder alert <laughs> um so if i say oh you should watch everybody listening should watch invincible if you haven't yet on amazon prime i've been telling everybody about it it's mm-hmm. delightful i've heard i've heard nothing but good things about it uh, i think and kevin smith had Robert Kirkman on his latest episode of Fat Man Beyond to talk about it. Who's he's Robert the create, he's the creator of Invincible and Walking Dead. I knew his name looked familiar, but not yeah, and he's like one of the richest dudes in the world now because he sold all those that sweet all that sweet AMC money that that they paid him for Walking Dead. <laughs> How much did he think he made off off of that? Oh, I'm sure he made a pile of money. Let's uh, let's do quick googling. Do it, did Robert. Well, let's see here. His net worth is about $23 million. So yeah, for a comic book writer, that's pretty good. <laughs> but I don't know what he was paid exactly for just Walking Dead, but I'm sure he got a ton. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, doesn't doesn't matter but yeah you make lots you can make lots of money on that shit but anyway invincible is not for kids even though it's a cartoon um some great voice actors all throughout yeah they have a pretty a pretty big uh lineup hey eh, for their cast jk simmons sandra O, oh, that uh, Stephen young um also i just Who recently got learned the guy from the guy from kim's convenience i don't know if you watch that or not but the one son is is in a new marvel movie Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah. yeah I had no idea. Yeah, and nice Canadian actor leading a, a Marvel movie. I love that. And of Chinese descent, which again, it leads to the question of why can he play a Korean um, as a Chinese guy? You know? Mm-hmm. Isn't that problematic? I mean, it just sort I of suppose, shows. I mean, I don't know what this, how Asian people feel about the spectrum of what yeah. Asian ethnicities can play other ones? I, that's not really. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to say. Thing one I know anything other. about, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to say what people can and can't do, but it's just interesting to show the difficulty of of those areas, right? Like <laughs> trying to right. trying to decide what way or what people, you know? It's like right. I hear you. 
Yeah, it's it's interesting to hear though because I thought he was Korean. Also, right. the dad in that show is is Korean, I believe, but he does a fake Korean accent, which is again some people would get really bothered by. Mm-hmm. But I mean, are accents off limits entirely, no matter what it is? I don't think so. No. No, I don't think so either. Because that's how a lot of real people talk who maybe have just come into the country. I mean, everyone, I don't think accents should be, I mean, you know, if you're Hank Azaria, you know, white guy doing Apu, yeah. probably not the best thing in the world. Actually, I listened to the episode with him on uh, Armchair Expert. It was oh, really good. That was a good one. Listening really to him talk one. about it. He's, he's a super charismatic dude. I like him yeah. in like all the roles he's done. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good uh, a good chat for anyone who wants to kind of get his side of the story and what he went through through that whole thing when that that documentary came out about Apu. And he's so honest about it too, where he's like, for sure. When we first came up with it, it was funny, yeah. And there was no nothing wrong with it, but you can totally see how the, it creates that stereotype as mm-hmm. you know the Indian family that runs the convenience store. You know? Yeah, like you said, that's all a lot of those kids saw for you know twenty years was was that yeah. stereotype. So. You yeah. can see how it's hurtful and, and, you know, not very good. Yeah. But, I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. Check, out, uh, check out Invincible. Like I said, I, I want to watch it. I'm probably going to get to it next weekend, I think. Just watch the, ep- the first episode. And if you don't continue, then I don't know what's wrong with you. But if you watch the first episode and don't don't continue, then... Um, I've heard there's a, there's a twist. <sighs> a twisty twist. A big one. Yeah. Really? So. I didn't see it coming. Right. Well, I look forward to checking it out. Uh, yeah, check out Invincible. Check out, like I said, check out Line of Duty if you're into cop dramas. That's that's currently what I'm watching. Um, so I just want to I just want to talk English all day. Uh, it's awesome because <laughs> like the because their chief is like Scottish, but they're like more British. So it's just it's just fun to listen to them talk. He's like <laughs> catching criminals is hard enough, but catching bent coppers, God give me strength. It's just so good to <laughs> so good to hear. It's on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Ex- really, really good show. Like, even even if it wasn't, like, a cop show, the characters are really well done. The actors do a phenomenal job. And it just, it constantly builds tension every episode. I'll have to check it out. I've been avoiding, like, really deep shows lately. I just want right. basic escapism, but, like, you know, comedies, like The Office and things like that. I'm mm-hmm. looking for a new one like that. I just started Trailer Park Boys. Oh, time. yeah. Nice. I've never watched most of it, so yeah, the early episodes are fun. They're so yeah. like low budget, and it's great. But that's what, yeah, it makes it good. Um, Piece of Canadian Ricky. history. <laughs> <laughs> um, Julian drinking that dirty swish. <laughs> Sexy Julian. <laughs> Terrible um, taste and stuff, but by fuck, does it ever get you some drunk? <laughs> <laughs> Soon may the kitty men come. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, I don't have anything else to talk about, so we can do our no. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty much oot too. Yeah, oot, oot and boot. It's been anyway. all the news seems to be about COVID and shit, so it's hard to find a lot of stuff that's outside of unrest. Yeah, everybody's sort of uncomfortable and unhappy, and um, you know. Although I did have uh, I had a a funny thought with Darius the other day. We were driving. We were watching, sorry, Endgame was on TV. We were watching Endgame. I'm like, oh, shit, it's finally on TV. Like, we've hit, we're that far away from it that it's on TV now. So we're watching it, and I'm like, the part comes where Chris Evans gets the gets the hammer, right, where it mm-hmm. flies over Thanos' head. And I'm like, 
because I've always wanted a superhero sleeve, right? And I told Eric, I said, I might get Chris Evans tattooed on my arm <laughs> whenever I start that sleeve. And she's like, why would you do that? I'm like, because that is probably like my all time favorite movie scene. Yeah. Just like the chills I get every time I see it. And just remembering sitting in the theater and the first that's the first time I've ever in a theater audibly went like, yes, like when something <laughs> happened in a movie. Yeah. So I was like, I might just get that scene where he's like, he's like kind of got it pulled back and he just looks back at the camera. Oh, yeah. I think I think that I think that might be like the centerpiece of the whole thing. Yeah, when the music crests and then, yeah, it just gets it. You're like, oh, getting chills. Yeah, I know, right? It. Isn't it great? Yeah, that's incredible. And that's I did a cool see a idea. theory. I saw a theory, too, where they were talking about like, well, Chris Evans got it because he was worthy. But like, how could Vision pick it up? And it was like, it's not that Vision was worthy of picking it up. It's just that Vision's a machine and is incapable of like being worthy of wielding the uh... hammer. Huh. And there's an example of like how it can like sit in an elevator and not weigh it down, right? Because the elevator is just a machine in it. You know what I mean? Oh, that makes sense. Because yeah, I've seen some questions about that. If it yeah, yeah, if it's immovable, how and it... he can't use lightning with it. He can just hold it. The only the only way you're worthy of wielding the power of Thor, which is the god of thunder, is by being worthy. Oh, so then, oh yeah, so Vision could carry it, but he couldn't actually. He can't. He can't use the use lightning it. powers. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so that was my tan. Yeah, I just, I, I was like, I might just get that piece on me. And I love Chris Evans, so I wouldn't be, uh, That'd be I wouldn't sweet. have second thoughts about it at all. And then you could jerk off to yourself. I totally could. <laughs> Come on, Cap. <laughs> That's America's ass. <laughs> <laughs> just get a little um, peach in the corner. <laughs> It'll have to be Christopher Maloney's piece. <laughs> That'll be the back piece. It'll just be Chris Evans laying face down in the cap suit. That's America's ass. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so I just saw this interesting here. A man who ridiculously claims he is a time traveler from the year 2582 has predicted Earth will face a blackout lasting three days within the next decade. All right. I that mean, is just vague it, enough that it could work. Exactly. Could happen. Um. In a bonkers TikTok video, the man bizarrely claims the planet will be plunged into 72 hours of darkness, and he urges people to start prepar- preparing for the phenomenon. Wh- why? <laughs> I mean, we probably should be prepped a little bit for like an EMP or something anyway. Oh, yeah. Our infrastructure is totally fragile. To a, to a big solar blast, we're fucked. Yeah. It takes... Was it you and I talking about this? I was talking about this to someone else, but... If if you have to replace a transformer, just one, it probably takes you two years. I think it was us talking about yeah, how long it takes to build them and manufacture them, and, and then ship them, and then install yeah. them. So if you're going to replace all the transformers across all of just Canada, we probably have. I think even just our our power company in Manitoba. I think we only. I think we have a couple hundred right. transformers. So now think about... Are you talking big, big guys or like little pull-top transformers? No, just the big guys. Right. But yeah, if you have to do all of them... Yeah. Yeah, we'll be in the dark ages. Um, Anyway, his video, which claims a three-day blackout will cause chaos on Earth in five years' time, has been watched by more than 425,000 users. Oh, God. Um... Okay, so that's all. Starting at zero, zero, zero hours, zero, UTC on the June 6th, 2026... The Earth will enter into three days of darkness. <clears throat> the video adds, do not look at them. Do not look up in the sky at the light coming from the pyramids. What? Um, 
Okay. I, so, for one, welcome our new alien overlords. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Save us. Um, details from the lights from the pyramids that will happen after. People have been asking for. The time traveler replied, I will explain more in details. It should clear all the doubts you have left. Uh, I hope it's like the Josh fight that it <laughs> that it goes down. <laughs> yeah. Um, for, for those of you that don't know, the Josh fight, all the... A bunch of dudes named Josh met in Nebraska. Uh, was it last week? Week before? I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, I remember seeing this meme on Nine Gag and other platforms years ago, mm-hmm. maybe shortly after it started. Basically, a dude had tagged all the Joshes he could find in a Facebook group or a Facebook group chat and just said, "The Joshes, you know, we're we're gonna fight for the ultimate use of the name Josh. Whoever <laughs> wins gets to be Josh." And um, and it's a, it's a funny joke, funny meme. Yeah. I didn't think anything of it. And he said he chose the date of whenever that was two weeks ago. Right. And uh, yeah, something like what was it? Like two thousand people showed up. Or something like that. Yeah. Up, it was so. a it was a big turnout. I think like a, a four or five year old ended up ended up winning the Josh fight. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Just that's that's the positivity of the internet right there. That's what you like for sure. Even though technically during COVID you shouldn't be congregating like that. Blah blah blah. blah yes. Blah. Um. But. Uh, yeah, so, and if, oh, sorry, back to our, our time traveler. It's not real. He has had multiple videos saying stuff would happen when they never did, and he deleted the videos. Um, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Yeah. There's a growing list of social media accounts run by hoaxers <coughs> who claim to be from the future while throwing out predictions of doom and gloom. In one video, a man claimed he went to the year 8973 and telepathic cyborgs who replaced humans. Um, neat. Um, yeah, that's the world is full of interesting. Yeah, things, there's some you. there's some pretty bonkers people out there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, before we go, Reg, did you watch uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier yet? No, oh, I meant I meant to, but get I didn't do it. <laughs> wow. Mostly because I need a whole show about Isaiah Bradley now, and once you watch that, you'll know why. Sounds good. Maybe I'll start it today. <clears throat> Do it. <clears throat> Woman feared she was going to be taken after strangers melted cheese on her car. <laughs> I mean, reasonable. I'd be like, oh, cool. Sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> just roll your window down and just scrape some of the big chip off the windshield. Eh? <laughs> What's up, boys? Thanks. Apparently, if you've been on social media lately, which I have, you might have seen a number of TikTok videos warning of different kidnapping techniques, which I have not. Um, From leaving messages on people's wheelie bins, which I assume are British garbage cans, to putting water bottles on car hoods and tying things to door handles. I've heard the door handles one. Yeah, I've heard that one too. Yeah, what do they, they tie like a twist tie on there or something, and then while you're taking it off, then they... Something like that, yeah, or someone gets in the back seat or something while you're fucking around with that. Yeah. So the common message in all the clips is not to get in your vehicle if you notice something unusual or suspicious. Fair. Um, right. But I'm gonna be honest. You melt cheese on my car. I'm gonna be like, cool. <laughs> I'm gonna eat this shit up. <laughs> yeah, nachos. Hey, babe. <laughs> We're making nachos. <laughs> Where'd you get the cheese from? Ah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Yeah. You got buckets, um, though. 
I went to church on Sunday for about an hour and I came back out and there's melted cheese on my car. And that doesn't that happen at every church? Um, You'd think, right? The holy cheddar. The Lord's um, blessing you. <laughs> you Celestial <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I called my friend and her mom to come help me scrape it off. And as soon as they came, this white van with like stickers and they were wearing masks, smoking, pulled out of a parking space that was two spots away from me. And they went to the other parking lot across the street where they could watch us clean off the cheese, which sounds like a dirty thing to say. It does. Uh, clean off the cheese. Um, but uh, yeah, so maybe she would have been taken. That would have been a real Perhaps. Bad. By herself, maybe. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. But for cheese. You never know, man. I saw a video the other day where uh, it was like six guys rolled up on a dude at a gas pump. And he's pumping gas into his car and a white man rolls up and two guys jump out like the front and the passenger seat. And then the sliding doors open and two more guys jump out. So the guy, quick thinking, pulls the nozzle out of his car and starts spraying them with gasoline. Yeah. And just, just letting go and just sprayed on him. They eventually drove away. But I'm like, dude, like to have the wherewithal. So they to were just gonna abduct see, him? I assume so, or take his car or do something with him. Mm. And he just started just laying into them with the gasoline hose and just spraying away. I'd be like, that'd be the best gas money I've ever spent. And as a smoker, I have a lighter in my pocket all the time. So I'd be like, there you go. fuck you. Flamethrower, bitch. Yeah. Wilhelm, bring out the Flammenwerfer. There's just a, my teenage son made me an OnlyFans account to earn himself more pocket money. <laughs> All right. Wow. They that's do what his, you got to do. That's his actual mom. Oh, she's a Playboy bunny. Oh, oh okay. Well, that may, makes sense. Lucine Duarte. Leonardo Duarte. Hathaway is her kid. And, uh, yeah, okay. I didn't realize that she was a Playboy bunny. Never mind. That's that's a non-issue. Oh, OnlyFans. Yeah, making money for er- everybody. Yeah. Well, I mean, if ba- bad baby can make a million dollars in six hours, I mean, fuck. Um, midwife, her dad to be, ask when stretch marks will go as wife lay on operating table. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You want to end up on the operating table? Uh-huh. That's the way um, to do it. <clears throat> did you see this? Influencer, which is such an icky word, forced to apologize after failed viral face mask prank. Like she just painted a mask on her face and then walked in. Oh, no, I didn't see. That's fine. She's a dummy. Well, a lot of them are. Like, who writes these things? Um, (laughs) My girlfriend asked me to sleep with her twin sister and I don't know what to do. (laughs) Okay, cool. Um, what are you like? What website are you on that you're seeing all this? I googled silly news and I'm on some British <clears throat> oh, site called gotcha. The Mirror. Gotcha. The Mirror News. Um, what? A t- okay, this will just this be the finest one, final one. Then we'll move right. on. A tattoo. A tattooist, which is I guess what what they would call, came under fire after their customer took to Reddit asking if it was reasonable to ask for a discount because they had spent such a long time in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you yeah, uh, but one customer was left unimpressed recently, and the tattoo artist is hit back by refusing to ink them again. The customer wrote on Reddit that they complained about the cost after the tattoo artist visited the bathroom seven times during their appointment. He probably should have sat down, and then they wouldn't have to go so often. Right. <laughs> <laughs> after after learning they owed a hundred. 
193 pounds. They asked if the price could be reduced, but were firmly rebuffed. On the Am I an Asshole forum, they wrote, My tattoo artist charges 125 bucks an hour. My tattoo was done by the hour, and in the end, I was there for a little over two hours. So in the end, before a tip, my tattoo was 270 which is 193 right. pounds. I, was, I wouldn't have had an issue with this, but my tattoo artist had gotten up seven times to use the bathroom and was gone for at least five minutes each time and left her timer going. I asked mm-hmm. if there's any way I could get the time she was in the bathroom taken off, and she made a face and then kindly said no. I didn't argue, so I just paid and left. Um, she emailed me this morning and asked me not to book with her anymore because she said I disrespected her and her work. I'm upset because she was she does amazing work, but I don't feel that I was wrong. Right. Um, what do you think, Randy? Should she have gotten a discount? Um, I mean, if you're going in there to get a tattoo, like I, I, I expect the tattoo artist to take a break, like if they need to, right? Because that's sure. all strain in your neck and your head and whatever. Yeah. But to like to be constantly up and down and leaving, I'd be like, okay, like, you know, I should only been here for an hour. I was here for two because of that. So yeah, I'd probably have a little chat with them for sure. It really depends because no, most of the ones that I've had, <clears throat> it starts off as an hourly thing, but then they just give you like a total price, right? And then they you figure it out from there. So if you want to get up and take a half hour off, it doesn't affect the end price, right? Right. right. Um. But that said, I I'd probably fight for that. I'd be like, mm-hmm. I would have been here for an hour and ten minutes instead of an hour and forty. Yeah. Then um, why should I pay for your bathroom time? Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, I don't. Know, I get it. I get it. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, anyway, folks, we're gonna get out of here. So uh, go on social media, on all the things. Search for the Two Idiots Podcast and the Two Idiots Show on Twitter, um, on YouTube, or Two Idiots Show. Most of our videos don't, don't do that great. So if you want to go watch it there, great. Subscribe. Um, the Darcy Oak episode is killing it, though. Uh, Crushing check it. Check that one out. That was basically the only reason we made a YouTube channel, to try and capitalize on, <laughs> on a magician. And um, By God, yeah, it's working. It's been climbing. Every time I look, it's climbing. I think last I checked, it had almost 800 views. Nice. Um, so he's uh, he's been a real draw on the old YouTube. Well, there you go. So, folks, definitely if you feel interested enough to you know to listen to us here check it out we show some some clips and stuff some screen grabs or whatever sometimes um yeah maybe someday we'll do more actual video content but i'm not gonna hold my breath on that we'll see what happens one day at a time yeah so almost 800 views there um so definitely check out the two is podcast everywhere you listen to podcasts leave a rating review on apple podcasts please if you're listening to this five stars gives us um you know, helps us grow. It shows up, on, helps us show up on lists and helps other people find us and gets recommended and such. So For please sure. leave a five-star rating if you're on Apple Podcasts, which most of you are, um, and follow and 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 share and like uh, wherever else. It'd be much appreciated. You can also get a hold of us by email at doubledeatspodcast at gmail.com. So yes. Any suggestions you have, uh, guests you'd like to see on the show, if you yourself would want to be a guest, that's certainly something we can discuss. And Dick also, Randy Dick picks for sure. Picks. Still, I'll still rate them if you're brave enough to send them. I'll rate them. Um, and also, as we said before, hit us up on Patreon, patreoncom podcast. Mm-hmm. We got three, five, seven, ten dollar levels. Um, there's something for everybody there. You get a bunch of bonus content. You get into for merchandise draws at certain levels. We got uh, we got a little something for everybody around there. Everybody, something for you all, just to help us. Um, Keep making the show. Like, like we mentioned before, podcasting isn't free as much as we wish it was. Um, so it helps kind of take the 
take the stake out of it, right? So the more the merrier. Precisely. Five more patrons at any level gets you access to uh, our previously unreleased and fucking terrible um, <laughs> first podcast. If that is an incentive to go listen to it, I don't know what to tell Ugh, you. It's it, it it'll be like a cult classic where it's it's something to listen to because it's bad, not because it's <laughs> precisely. Um, and I haven't even listened to it since I finished editing it three years ago, so. That will be interesting for all of us. It'll be a surprise to everybody for sure. (laughs) So get after it, folks. Um, We appreciate everybody that does. And at the $7 tier and above, you join the Idiot Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Now, the Idiot Hall of Fame are the people that we give a shout out to every week because um, we love you. We love you and you support us more than anybody else. You're the best. The best, the best. So... Currently in the Idiot Hall of Fame is Janet Gooden. Janet Gooden. We also have Mr. Mitchell Buck, Buck Pierce, Pierce Buckers. Buck Pierce. Buck, 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 Buck Pierce. And Brian Moore, who, as we mentioned earlier, a good friend of the show, wonderful human being, um, nice guy. Hell of a person. Mm-hmm. We also have Big Drew. Drew Sir McDonald, Drew. who Sir we also Drew talked McDonald. about earlier in the show, the standing wiper himself, Drew McDonald. <laughs> yep. And followed <laughs> by him is Kayla Lumberg on behalf of her and Jordan Peters, uh, friends of ours. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. We love you. Much appreciated. And last but not least, my mother, Danny Duick, the mother of the show. Yes. She's the the heart of the podcast. Yes. Need. Far, wherever <laughs> you are, I believe. Okay. God, um, that was good. I thought I saw. You like that? I thought I saw a unicorn at one point. <laughs> a unicorn. <laughs> Somebody gets the unicorn. <laughs> Sam Squatch. It's a Sam Squatch. Um, but yeah, so. Those are our $7 tier. They're our favorite people. And um, you could join them. You could join them. They get extra shit. Get get your own personal shout out on the Two Idiots podcast. Yep. Just like um, all those other folks did. And you get the bonus Patreon exclusive episodes that uh, I I agree with Brian. That last one was a a heater. I enjoyed that one. It was good. It was fun. It was a great conversation. I enjoyed that one. Susan thinks my psoriasis is sexy. 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 Yeah. Uh, all right, folks. Well, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoy. Um, happy Mother's Day to those that are, you know, this will be a week before. But, uh, Mama, you know, I love you. Keep, keep going. I love you, Mama. <laughs> Mama, you're the queen of my heart. Your love is like tears from the stars. <laughs> there's the highlight for the episode right there absolutely I danced to that song with my mother at my wedding mm. good old boys to men <laughs> BTM um, <laughs> that's great that made my day alright folks well thank you for listening hope you enjoyed that You, I hope you listened this far to get to, to Randy's <laughs> little, sure. little love song the hidden um, bonus <clears throat> so folks we love you. Hope you have a good day and a good week. And um, we'll be back next week. Stay safe out there. Get Deuces. messy. Make mistakes. Deuces. 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 Hashtag. Deuces.
<laughs> Hashtag deuces. <laughs>